the word in the world. You're listening to the Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is the Word in the World. Welcome back to the Word in the World podcast. Hey guys, what's good? What's up? Jason here. And Julia. Oh, we're just lining up. Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> this is Marcus. And we are the Word in the World. <laughs> we are. What's good, fellas and lady? Fella and lady. Right. <laughs> Nothing much. much. Yeah. I mean, Nothing much. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. Inauguration just happened. Mm. It did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. So that's exciting. <laughs> that's Got exciting. your president. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, anyway. Good change. Good change. I'm gonna refrain yeah. from my comments. Yeah. Good change. What are we uh, talking about today? Hmm. Some heavy stuff. So we are continuing our conversation that we started. In the last podcast, we were just talking about spiritual things in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where we ended up is this this idea that we would go into like a little series. We don't even know how long it's going to go or nothing, but we're just going to go into a series and just talk about different spiritual concepts. But we kind of wanted to order it where we would, we would start with the spiritual impact on us personally, and then, you know, kind of scale it out from there. Um, and so we, we wanted to answer some questions that we had at the end of our last episode, which were, um, talking about the, the premise, that one, or was it a different one? Totally blanked. Uh, yeah. What I, the it was my, I had one question. I don't have a list in front of me of the rest, but I was kind of asking like, what is the premise behind spiritual warfare? Like, where does it come from? that kind of thing, because I feel like there's a lot of fascination with the subject, but mm. we could kind of go all over the place, like talking about all these different things. So I kind of was trying to bring to light, like kind of put us on the ground level to some degree. We can, we can have our threads, but what's the ground level piece of like why there's warfare? How do we, how do we engage in it? Are we supposed to engage in it? Like all of those kind of things. I don't know if I said that last time, but yeah. adding to the pot i don't remember exactly i know that we we were trying to get at the the question of like why is does it matter on like a personal level yeah 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 yeah. that's an easier place to start yes yeah because it could it could get i'm just thinking about all the all the spiritual warfare stuff that i've heard over the years and man people have a lot of beliefs um, when it comes to the types of spirits there are and what they do and the types of experiences people have had. I mean, people believe in like certain things called marine spirits that are in the water and all kind of stuff. So yeah. I'm glad that Marcus, you said like, you know, let's, let's kind of take like a step-by-step approach to all this. Cause some of the stuff I don't even, I don't even want to talk about personally because I don't even understand half of it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess the, uh, the first thing we should probably do is just talk about like uh just just a, a core a core question right like like why do we feel as though spirit like understanding spiritual warfare on a personal level is important mm-hmm. for everyone yeah yeah everyone wow yeah yeah um and so i i can get started i can go first but like 
uh, and we, we kind of, you know, chatted about this a little bit, but, um, and I think we all have our, our different answers was to just give a more well-rounded, you know, answer in the end. But I, you know, think that if you don't understand that you're in engaged in the spiritual warfare, then you can fall victim to certain things, right? Like you might think that, you know, like there's nothing you can do about addiction. So there's nothing you can do about uncontrollable anger, or there's nothing you can do about depression, right? And you might just feel like, oh, okay, like this is just life. I'm subject to these things. Uh, I have no power. There is no alternative. You know what I mean? But, you know, when we, when we start to get into our details about spiritual warfare on a personal level tonight, you'll see that the Bible does offer us alternatives. And, you know, there's power provided by by Jesus. And we'll get into those details later, but that's just one of the, one of the reasons that I think it's very important that we understand, number one, that you are engaged in warfare. Like whether you are a believer or not, you're engaged in spiritual warfare, you know? Um, wow. mm-hmm. But you, you know, as a believer, you can gain, you can gain um, victory over these things through the power of Christ. And we'll go into detail about that in a little yeah. bit. But how about you guys? Why do you guys think it's important um, that people understand spiritual warfare on a personal level? Well, <laughs> um, I'm just thinking of a few different things because it, I think it's just one of those things where it's good to be prepared. Um, I think God does have grace and does give grace, I should say, to uh, some of us, especially if we don't know. So if you happen to be listening and you're freaked out right now, like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know I was in this whole ordeal like that's still OK. Like God can still take care of whoever he doesn't need our permission or us to have a full sophisticated understanding of it but I think the more you know kind of like with life the more you understand about how life works the better for the most part I mean maybe not for everybody but for the most part you kind of get better at it the more you understand how things work so I think the same can be applied for spiritual warfare it can kind of feel like a spooky topic but again it's it exists so it's one of those things where you have to accept it and then figure out where you fall in line and then what can I do to be safe to some degree yeah yeah i agree with both of those i would add to the pot that there's a a spiritual battle for for our like souls that i think like you said marcus it doesn't matter if you're a believer or not it's happening um like scripture says that god has put eternity in the hearts of all people so that like we whether you're a believer or not, you do have this understanding. I think it's in Ecclesiastes where that verse is, but you have this understanding that like, we are not just these finite creatures. Like we do understand somehow or some way that like eternity is a possibility for us. And um, Mm. what the Bible um, reveals to us is that that eternity is, is, and where you're going to spend that eternity is influenced by, um, um, a spiritual realm along with other things. So um, I think it's good for people to understand that we, that there's like an active enemy and, you know, Satan, demons, you know, however you want to phrase it, but they are actively trying to like destroy your life and destroy your eternity. And there's also God who wants you to, you know, be in paradise and have, um, you know, peace for all eternity. So I think there's that aspect of spiritual warfare. When I just think about the personal aspect of it, that is like, um, 
um, you know, why you should care. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But I, I don't think that's necessarily for us to like jump into that. But I was just throwing that in there. Yeah, I think yeah. that's good. I was um just thinking about sports. I'm an avid sports fan, and mm. even I would say for some cases, eternity is definitely like at stake. But for those whom God has already sealed, I think it's it's not even eternity. It's almost like what do you call that thing? Like if it's like the fourth quarter and the and it's already a blowout, but the team that's losing is just mad. So they're going to try to do whatever they can just to like upset, like the end result can't be changed, but they're just going to cause a ruckus. Like, I feel like I've seen some of the craziest fights related to like blowout games because the losing team is just, they just won't go down easily. So <laughs> I, I kind of think of spiritual warfare as well um, in that regard, especially for those who are already sealed as far as believers, but that might be a different topic, but that's what crossed my mind when you were uh, talking, Jason. Mm, yeah. When you described the sports analogy, you made me think of like how sometimes in these games, like the fourth quarter is here and like, <laughs> like it's a, like there's a team that feels like they're going to lose and they just start calling a whole bunch of like timeouts and trying to make anything happen. Right. Exactly. You know and so like <laughs> we started talking about in the last episode, you know, uh, like how this fight is already fixed, how Satan already knows that he's going to lose. Right. So then what is his point? You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's really, he's trying to uh, prolong his, his day of judgment. Yeah, trying to push that out like like that ain't the date you know what i'm saying that nobody's really rushing to you know what i'm saying so right. he's trying to push that date out um as far as possible and he's able to do that based on what the scripture says about the gospel being preached to the ends of the earth and so what you have is this all-out preventative you know attack against the believers to stop the bible from being preached and the gospel from being preached and people from coming to jesus because the preaching of the gospel reaching the end i mean yeah the preaching of the gospel to the ends of the earth is directly tied to the day of of judgment and so he's trying mm -hmm. to prevent our efforts right and so now you see why um you have all these like different messages out here to divert people from the truth you see why um you know uh satan is intent on you know causing these uh like attacking people and getting them to be you know, down and depressed or getting them addicted to certain things or, you know, like every effort that he has is really to divert us away from, from truth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, wow. I feel like that's like, you know, that is like the, the, at the core of everything. And then yeah. like, off of that, like, man, I think we can start to like talk about like <laughs> yeah. all the different ways you're in. Oh the man, you, you taking it somewhere i didn't even think about wow oh, yeah go ahead go ahead go yeah ahead. because when you when you're you i don't know if this is um it it does apply personally i was gonna say maybe mm -hmm. it's broadening it but nah like you're talking about him always like relentlessly trying to take us away from the truth that god wants us to know mm -hmm. about jesus about just life itself um yeah. he doesn't even want us to know that there is a spiritual realm and all this stuff right and um you know it can just when we when we understand like that the world and the way that the systems of the world are and, and culture and everything and on a broad in a broad sense is so influenced by him mm. like that aspect of the spiritual war that we're in is like we're on enemy grounds at the time exactly. and so yeah. everything around yeah. us is like his you know uh confusion and his perversion of things his like mm -hmm. um just twisting of what god has made good and it's like 
that aspect of the spiritual war is crucial for us to understand and it's it goes it's it's i think it's a diff i guess i'm i'm saying like it's a little bit different than mm. the 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 spookier stuff yeah you know yeah. but it's still part of that's real the spooky right. stuff is part of his like like let's take you know movies depicting mm -hmm. satan as like some kind of freaking hmm. horned red guy yeah. you know and demons jumping out looking crazy like mm -hmm. uh <laughs> maybe but that isn't necessarily what scripture paints yeah. you know yeah right he's beautiful yeah um scripture yeah so well well well, well to, the, to uh, that point right like here we go like why <laughs> like why and so yeah i like i, I love the psychology of it man or like just kind of like like breaking it down and kind of crawling mm -hmm. through why his tactics are what they are right so like why have movies show him in demons and you know like uh like demonic possession and stuff like that like why have it appear a certain way in movies mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying that isn't that that kind of contradicts scripture Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and like uh like I, I i personally think that it is shown and depicted that way because it allows it to go undetected in reality mm. you know what yeah. i'm saying and then you also simultaneously create a fear yeah, of yeah. it all right so it's, it's it's multifaceted you know what i'm saying and it's approach right it's like oh if i'm ever going to see demonic possession it's going to be like somebody's head turning completely around and you know all i see is the whites of their eyes because their eyes rolled all the way in the back of their head you know what i'm saying or they're gonna be crawling you know uh, around on all fours or yeah. something like that or walking up a wall right, right? but that's <laughs> that's not <laughs> that's not always the case it's not it's always not. the case it's yeah. and some, sometimes it is the case but yeah it's not always the case right and so but when in instances where it's not the case right it goes undetected Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's like I might just be dealing with some some extreme like lust issue. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it could be, you know, a demon acting itself out in that manner, right? Yeah. But wow. because all I'm thinking about is the exorcist, I never even right. imagined that my uncontrollable lust, you know what I'm saying, or my my inability to to control myself in in you know in the in the area of lust has anything to do with anything demonic at all. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. just kind of, you know, honing in on that fear piece, right? Think about this. It's like, when's the last time you watched a movie where a, a Bible-believing Christian comes into the room and takes authority over the over the demon? You see what right. I'm saying? What you right. always see is like these <laughs> demonic spirits, like, you know, they they uh they have, you know, all this power, all this authority. They destroy anybody who comes in their way. And then at the end of the movie, they just, you know, they get buried away in some cave or something like that for somebody yeah. else to discover in another hundred years. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But they're never dealt with. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, if you, even as a believer, have that particular picture in mind, then when you are ever faced with anything remotely demonic, you're already in a position of fear. Why? Because it's been driven home by a thousand movies that you have no power. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying when in wow. fact, that's not, that's not what we're told in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. we can get into like why we have, like why the situation is actually different, different from a biblical perspective, why we have power and authority, why we have the ability to cast out demons. Like we could talk about that kind of stuff in a second, but it's just like, understand that because like he is, <laughs> you know, the the ruler of this this current world system. That everything he presents to you is tainted in some way to mm. drive you. Going back to what Jason said earlier, to drive you away from what's actually true. Yeah. But towards his purpose, towards his agenda. You know what I'm saying? I have an example actually. It just crossed my mind. 
yeah, a very unspooky one. Yeah, <laughs> making it personal. This was actually recent, like mm. maybe within the past week or two. <laughs> but I just had this weird. I don't know if y'all heard this before or felt this before, but I had this weird out of nowhere, like Jesus doesn't love you. Hmm. You're mm. wasting. You're wasting your time. Wow. Like, yeah. why are you following him? Wow. Right. Like, now that I think about it, I didn't really sit with it very long, but I was like, I don't know where that came from. I wasn't wow. doing anything weird. I would just live in my life. And it was a weird, like, almost like attacking type of like thought. Cause it wasn't like internal. Cause like you have those thoughts too. Like, well, maybe God doesn't see me. Maybe God's forgotten about me. It wasn't that. It was like someone speaking to me. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so that's, that's here we go. Here we go. <laughs> that's go. my example. I love that though. Yeah. Go ahead, Marcus. No, no, you first, man. You first. <laughs> you first. <laughs> you sure? It was weird. Because I was going to go off the cliff. Okay. Yeah, no, let's go. It's All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, because like Julia's saying, I think, mm -hmm. and, and even other people have gotten back to us after listening to the previous episode, saying like, yo, we actually, you know, are... Um, how can I put it? People are like, yo, we understand what you're talking about. Like mm -hmm. this spiritual realm thing is very real. Yeah. And I think for me, uh, it did, it did start spooky, but you know, in Christ now it, it's gotten, you know, that I have confidence, but that spiritual realm stuff was, was presented to me before I was a Christian. And it was like the scariest thing in my life. And it and it was like ghost ghost and goblin type stuff at first, like mm -hmm. little oh, stuff. Wow. Yeah, like little stuff like in in my in the house I grew up in, you know, seeing a shadow in one place consistently and then uh other people confirming like, yo, I'd be saying something right there and and it's like, oh shoot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. are we all crazy or is it actually and then this is freaking me out, damn it. But uh, so uh -oh. even my mom, you know, <laughs> she she would make comments about, you know, this one area of our house like, oh, yeah, there's like a, a child there. Something weird. You know what I mean? Like, not just like, yo, get me out of here. Like, I'm moving. Wow. But yeah. like stuff like that. And I think a lot of people go through go through things like that. And we don't know what to do. Like, what do you do with that? Right. Yeah. When you don't have any kind of um, relationship with Christ or insight. I think you, you touched on it, Marcus, um, when you were listening to that clubhouse group and people were like, Oh, that's good. That means they want to interact with you. Yeah. And like, right. you know, it's, 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 and, and I crazy. think, I think that's a way for us to kind of cope with it. Yeah. But ultimately <laughs> like, nah, like, what do you, what do you mean? There's something I can't see. Yeah. That is, and it's not it's not trying to help me it's like doing little spooky stuff yeah. tormenting yeah it's it's an interesting like that the clubhouse conversation was interesting for a few reasons like i felt like people were beyond the idea that none of these things existed right so it's like okay like you know people are having so many experiences now and mm -hmm. so many like of these you know crazy spiritual things happening to them that they're beyond the point of like it's not real you know what I'm saying? But now they're trying to interpret it. They're trying to figure it out and they're searching for answers to it because it's it's really happening and they know they're not crazy. Wow. You know what I'm saying? There's kind of like a, something I, I want to like share that's kind of like personal. I, go, I ahead, think go, ahead, we, go ahead. I think you should. And I was yeah. going to say, okay. I, I think this I think turn. this episode should be shouldn't be coherent. I think we should just go. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's it's not it's not like it's not too much flow to this. We just all have yeah. thoughts. Yeah. Just, that's, yeah, that's, the way we, that's the way yeah, you do it. let's just do it so what i was thinking is uh like we, we touched on like early in the conversation we touched on the fact that like there are like yeah there's like there's like the enemy twisting up truth right so that we're just like confused right and so it like that whole story um or that that particular point it reminded me of like a you know a story of, of my own where i um prior to like really coming to like like Christ for real, like probably in my early 20s, yes, certainly in my early 20s, I was like severely like depressed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure I would be like diagnosed as clinically depressed and, and you know, even suicidal, you know what I'm saying? And um, it's certainly, you know what I'm saying? It's like something, uh, you know, that we shouldn't take lightly at all, right? But what was intriguing about it is like, at the same time, like when it when it got to its worst, I was all you know to its worst point. I was also having like these these spiritual experiences, like on a very consistent basis. Like every time I would lay down and go to sleep, it was so bad. Um, like like at night, what I would go through that I actually, as a twenty two year old man, was sleeping with the light on. You know what I'm saying? Because of what was just happening at night, right? But essentially, I would I would lay down to go to bed, and when I would, I would start to see like this, this other entity in the room, right? Just kind of like standing there, just like kind of like looking at me and like watching over me. And whenever it was present in the room, I was unable to move or speak, right? And I could, I could just see it, you know what I'm saying? So I would just be like forced to just like sit there in complete like, like stillness without, without being able to scream or yell or do anything, but just look at it, right? And so this happened like, like it would be like every night or every other night, you know what I'm saying? And uh, mm. there was one day in particular where, you know, and it was weird because it's like the experiences at night in my mind were completely separate from the depression I was experiencing during the daytime. Uh -huh. you know what I'm saying I wasn't really connecting the two, right? But then there was a significant event that kind of showed me that there was a very strong connection between my my depression during the day and these spiritual experiences at night, right? And so there was one day where I had like, I had really made up my mind that the following day, the first thing I was gonna do was get up and just get in my car and just drive my car at a hundred miles an hour and just pull the handle, pull, I mean, pull, I said the handle, pull the steering wheel as hard as I could to the right and whatever happened just happened. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh. But my, my mind, yeah, my mind was like, like, like really, really made up on this. Right. And so the day before I just kind of like spent it just like in my room, I'm living with my parents at the time I had come back from college and stuff like that. Um, but I'm living with my parents at the time I'm in this room, I'm locked up in the room by myself, right? Like probably not even eating or anything like that. Uh, but like, I spent the whole day just kind of rocking back and forth on the edge of the bed just thinking of like, man, like nobody loves me. Nobody cares about me. My whole life is terrible. My friends don't talk to me. Everybody's abandoned me. I should just end my life. It's not worth anything. Everything's horrible. Everything will be horrible. You know, and it's just like this constant like stream of just like the worst thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Even thinking about even hearing that stuff now, it's like, like I'm rattling it off, but it yeah. was like, it was very serious to me at the time. And it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It had a lot of, like, it had a lot of weight to it. And like, I could feel every word of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, to the point where like, I was just, I was hearing these things, like, like how Julia just said it, how it was like, there was this external voice kind of like 
yeah. speaking these things to me and it yep. was you know what i'm saying it was just like yep. i'm like i'm like i'm kind of like sitting there and somebody's just like almost like yelling this into my conscience you know what i'm saying yeah and um I, it was like uh, this this overwhelming stream of thoughts and so i'm sitting here rocking rocking back and forth in the bed like man tomorrow's the day tomorrow's the day tomorrow's the day and then i i remember sitting there for hours rocking back and forth and then i finally went to sleep and when i went to sleep on this particular night like of course i saw like that spiritual entity right and this night was different in the sense that that spiritual entities like started to like slowly approach me right and so i'm gonna describe the way it looked because i think that that's important too you know what i'm saying just to just yeah so i'm describing because there i think there are other people especially after reading forums and stuff like that who can describe the same type of a thing mm. you know what i'm saying and i saw it i saw it over a period of years and it was always kind of the same you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, my mind is just like randomly creating images from, you know, some stuff I saw during the day or anything like that. It was like a consistent image, a consistent shape, a consistent, you know, everything, you know okay. what I'm saying? But basically what it looked like was like, if you could imagine, like, it didn't really have like a distinct form. It didn't really look even like, like evil at all. It kind of just looked like, uh, if you're looking, if you're looking across the room, just imagine like a, like a certain like this is this is my experience other people have seen much worse you know what i'm saying but like i'm looking across the room and it's like like a certain part of the room is like 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 wavy like waters in the air or something like mm. that you know what i'm saying or like if you if you watch like sci-fi movies like how portals look you know okay so it's like imagine like a you know a, a oval shape you know what i'm saying top to bottom that's just like where a certain section of it is just like super duper wavy mm -hmm. right and so even thinking back on it, i'm like well if i had seen something evil you know what I mean? I'd have, I'd have reacted in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, but like, anyway. Um, I get it. It wasn't, it wasn't like a very evil appearance. But on this particular night, let me get back to the story real quick. On this particular night, it started to like slowly approach me as I'm laying on the bed. And remember, I can't, I can't move. I can't talk, right? And so this thing comes within like, like, yeah, like my personal space, right? Like, it's like, imagine it's like, you know, a foot away from me. And as it gets closer to me, like the what i feel just like intensifies you know what i'm saying uh like the fear that i feel of course I'm, of course i'm scared and everything but then like the weirdest thing started to happen where like it started i could feel it moving into me which is mm -hmm. weird you know what i'm saying it's almost like my my body had no more boundary to it you know like if imagine like it's like your arm is out there and then some other being like tries to touch your arm and it doesn't really grab your arm it instead it goes through your arm Okay. You know what I'm saying? And but like when it when it when it like started to touch me though, it's like I could feel it kind of like taking over, like really taking over me. And I remember my first thought was like, yo, like this has to be what it feels like to be getting possessed by something. You know okay. what I'm saying? And then I immediately thought back to earlier in that day, how like like I was like completely, it's like all these thoughts started oh, to click in that wow, moment. And wow. I was like, man, like I've submitted, like I've given in to whatever this thought is you know what i'm saying all the way you know what i'm saying because tomorrow's the day you know what i'm saying and i remember just thinking like this is demonic this is demonic this is demonic and it's almost like they weren't even my thoughts it's almost like 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 god himself was like yo i'm telling you what's going on right now you okay. know what i'm saying and then like all i remember is like being given the name jesus mm, you know what i'm saying yeah. just out of nowhere and i just started saying like Jesus, 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 like that. And like this thing that has started to like kind of penetrate my bodily boundaries was now like backing out. 
you know what I'm saying? Like in that moment. Yeah, it was it was incredible. Like it started backing out. And I remember feeling myself like regaining my strength or whatever, because I started to feel weak the more it kind of came into me. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like losing myself in that moment. But I I started saying Jesus and I felt it like completely like back out of me, like like lose its power and then Mm -hmm. like go back across the room. And then it was gone after that. You know what I'm saying? But it was all of the name of Jesus that that started to happen. So remember, like plenty of nights I was completely under his control. But yeah. when I started to say Jesus, like I, I regained power in that moment. You know what I mean? But and it's like, hadn't you say that there are other um, experiences like this where people have said, you know, that all they had to do or well, that all that they thought to do in those moments was call on Jesus? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Right. And so so it's like this is the this is a very, very common thing. And I, and I say that. Like, I'm glad you brought that up because of this. Like, there, there are many people out there dealing with what I was dealing with, you know what I'm saying, at that particular time, right? And if you're if you're experiencing anything like this and you don't know what to do, like, when people say there's power in the name of Jesus, it's absolutely true. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. true. And that's, that's echoed in the word of God uh, many times over. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But they're completely subject because the name is not just the name. The name represents the authority of that person, right? Like if you yeah. say, hey, I'm here in the name of the king. You know what I'm saying? It's like when right. I start to say the name of Jesus, like they are automatically underneath the authority of that name and they have to submit to it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'll just, you know, for anybody who's listening, like if you're dealing with, if you think you're dealing with a spiritual entity that is, you know, um, evil or anything like that, like the name of Jesus is what you want to use. Right. But I just remember yeah. like, uh, just like the next day, like waking up right after watching this thing kind of back up, lose power and completely disappear. The next day I woke up and it's like, I was in my right mind. You know what I'm saying? Wow. As a matter of yeah. fact, I'll tell you, I'll tell you even this detail. When I woke up out of my sleep, um, I had like this, just, you know, I was like young, right? And I was living in my mom's house. And the only thing I could think to do with my money is buy a big screen TV, right? But I had this really small room and this really big TV, right? And so the room, the wall, I mean, like the wall was like completely covered by this big TV. And when I woke up, Joyce Meyer was on the TV, right? Mm. And she was in the first words that came out of her mouth were, you need to give your life back to God. You need to do it today. You need to give wow. your life back to God today. Whoa. Like that. That's I cannot tell you how freaked out I was by it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but that's when God is trying to get a message to you. He aligns everything perfectly. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I remember like waking up, hearing that from Joyce Meyer and then being in my right mind, like, yo, like, what was I thinking yesterday? Mm. How did I even get to that point? Man, I feel real good today. I need to get out of here. Why am I in this room? This doesn't make any sense. Where am I? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and, but it's like, I, I had snapped out of something. And so, you know, oh, man. but I knew in that moment that this spiritual experience I was having Mm-hmm. was directly connected to the depression that I was feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I think mm-hmm. about often is like, how many people are out there dealing with a mm. spiritual force thinking that they are clinically depressed? Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying it's 100% of the case. So don't, you know, don't don't call in the people on me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying like, I think that there are cases out here where it's people possible, are yeah. dealing with demonic oppression or even possession to some extent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Believing that they are actually sick or mentally you know what i'm saying yeah mentally ill or something like that but they're actually dealing with spiritual forces yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah there's 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 a scripture in matthew where a guy is described as having uh having well he's possessed by a demon um and i don't want to just be saying this without bringing it up um mm-hmm. and it describes him as being uh blind and mute i believe to me i read it as that being you know 
uh, a result of him having a demonic possession. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like there are definitely, and I think I think a lot of this, admittedly, is like above our pay grade, you know, to like mm-hmm. be describing it and, and and even talking about it to an extent because it's like not all of these things. Julia was talking about this before, but like not all of these, not everything is, you know, not everything bad is demonic. Right. I guess you know, like yeah, it reminds me of when you know. Jesus healed that blind man and the disciples before so they asked him like who sinned this man or his mother or his parents and and Jesus was like you know he's this way for the glory of God basically and, and because he was healed by Jesus in that moment in front of them I I Julia go ahead I'm a random and it's maybe incoherent thought but I feel like you were on a roll I was gonna wait you sure yeah I'm good okay um <laughs> Something crossed my mind as far as prayer is concerned when Marcus was talking, mm-hmm. which is what if some of those, have you ever like had a random thought to pray for somebody? Oh yeah. And you're like, what? I haven't talked to them. And like, but what you just said, Marcus, with the, um, the Joyce Meyer, like maybe we need to not take those type of things lightly. Like maybe our friend or somebody in our family or like a coworker, whoever is going through something, and maybe I just, it just crossed my mind, maybe our prayer or maybe even our reaching out to them, like encourage so-and-so, give them a call. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We, we treat that like it's not a big deal. But what you just said, it's very possible God could be trying to use us or other people to like help kind of have that Joyce Meyer moment. Like we got to, mm. yeah. If, if they cross our mind, we need to be praying. If God says or whatever you want to call it, you feel led to encourage them or call we, we don't know what everybody's going through, you know, and especially Absolutely. I'm learning as we get, you know, further into adulthood, like there's a lot more like of not really communicating. I don't, yeah. I don't want to say not honest, but kind of like, there's a sense of like these, we have all these doors mm. and I'm only going to tell you what I want, but you never know like how you could be encouraging somebody is what I, what just crossed my mind. And that wow. actually being a form of warfare, but again, not spooky. It's just, I feel led to pray for so-and-so yeah. or go visit so-and-so and that you might be that. I don't know. It just crossed my mind when y'all were talking. Yeah. I think that is one of the weapons of our warfare is prayer. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a different piece of the convo maybe, but what are you about to say, Mark? Marcus looks like. <laughs> I was just about to say like, like, so, okay. Like, like Jason said, this is above our pay grade. Right. Yes. But you know what I'm saying? If we could we could scripturally say, you know, like uh, or at least I feel we can, right? Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but like like going back to our example of Daniel, right? Where you have Daniel humbling himself and asking God for wisdom, and then the angel is dispatched, right? And then the angel comes to Daniel to give him, you know, like a revelation, basically. Yeah. And but let's let's bring that to modern day julia example you know what i'm saying where you're giving this impression like okay i need to pray for such and such right your prayer could be dispatching exactly and, yes uh, right so it's like yeah. Still, yeah so when we say like oh yeah this is an example of spiritual warfare like i just wanted somebody to have the the picture in their mind that like your prayer has weight it's mm-hmm. not just it's not just empty words, you know what I'm saying, that you're just yelling up to the heavens that has no result. You know what I'm saying? But you your prayer, you know what I'm saying, may uh, you know, turn into God's grace on somebody's life where he's dispatching, you know, angels to, mm-hmm. to help out with a particular situation. You know what I'm saying? Like that the angels could be warring against, you know, whatever demonic entity 
uh, somebody might be dealing with, even if there's no demonic entity, they just, because the Bible says the angels, they do the bidding of those who are to receive salvation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, ministering spirits. Yeah. Yeah. So if we think about that yeah. for a second. It's like their angels have a role, right? In the mm -hmm. spiritual realm. And I'll slow that, slow that down, dude. Like <laughs> that is, that is, that is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm, I'm thinking like, well, you know, somebody may be thinking like, where, where do you have the grounds to even be saying that mm, part true, about true. angels, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that is like, that's Hebrews 1.14. Like angels are ministering spirits mm -hmm. sent out to, to what? To serve for those who are inheriting salvation. Yeah. 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 So like, like. Oh, 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 my oh like what's being said right there you know what i'm saying so yeah. like, like think about that right it's like as a believer right like what about those who don't believe do they do they still have angels you know what i'm saying uh uh ministering or or doing their bidding you know or not their bidding but doing the bidding of yeah yeah doing the bidding you know what i'm saying like yeah do they do they still have that 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 same access and i'm gonna i butchered it i'm gonna read the esv version it says this is hebrews 1 14 and he's talking about angels. He says, are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? Yeah. Wow. wow. Like that's what, that's what angels do. <sighs> Heavy are man. they not all? That's dope. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. We have, we have, but this is, I, it's, <laughs> this is why I say it's above our pay grade because yeah. I'm, I, I don't, these are words that I trust that I can say and that they're true only because of God. Yeah. But it doesn't really make sense to me. But like we have spiritual beings that are stronger than us in all ways in terms of physically and all kind of stuff. The Bible just depicts that. Mm -hmm. And they're our servants, though. Mm -hmm. They their their role is to serve God, first <laughs> like, and foremost, obviously. Yeah. But oh, yeah, go ahead. in their serving God, they serve those who are inheriting salvation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That is, yeah. Absolutely. Like, it's, it's, my, it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. There's scripture in I think Psalms that says like angels encamp around us mm -hmm. to protect us and stuff. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. Right, go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you. But off. but see, like this goes back to something we talked about like a while ago, right? Where there's like a hierarchy of humility in a sense. You know what I'm saying? It was like imagine like you you being an all powerful angel. Well, I, never mind. I'm sorry. I'm gonna we're, need you to slow walk we're, the we're talk, we're hierarchy talk. of humility. Go we're slow about, down. No, nah, let's get back to the topic. We'll talk about that another episode. What is, that's what a whole what is that? That's a lot. That's a hierarchy of humility. Somebody write that down. It sounds like a book. I mean, just imagine all powerful angels serving somebody <laughs> like us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then like, this says we're gonna judge that them. way. Well, we got to be careful with we're the not word. Not all powerful, but hold powerful. on, judge angels. Hold on. Yeah, we judge. would judge angels. Like there's a hierarchy being set. We're gonna and and that I think that scripture is talking about. We're gonna be judging like the bad angels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was man. about to say, let's slow it down a little bit. Yeah, let's. They're ministering down. spirits <laughs> in the sense of. Well, this is the only thing I'm thinking of. Some random person deciding, you know what I'm gonna do today? I'm gonna let the angels know what I need. Mm. I'm just, let's not do that. That's right. all I'm saying. Right. Let's not go too far. Yeah, there, I'm glad you brought that up. Everything is in the name. Yes, yeah, <laughs> everything is in the name and the will of the Lord. He is still, yeah. always will be. So, yeah. and I think a, a great picture of how they minister is when um, Jesus came out of his 40 days in the wilderness. And it said that angels came and ministered to him because he was like, you know, he was hungry and thirsty and all that. Meaning they came and they kind of just catered to his physical needs at that point. Right. 
and like for going back to what Julia said, just connecting it, like when you feel led by the Holy Spirit to pray for somebody for whatever it may be, their health, mm-hmm. their well-being, their mind, you know, mm-hmm. uh, even just right now today, Rashida and I learned of a friend whose mom passed oh. and her mom and her were like best friends. So like, even like when you feel led when I feel led in the next few weeks, even to like pray for that person, I guess we're saying that scripture has kind of shown us that like angels will go and, and help these people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In various ways. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Ooh. Go ahead. So, all right. When Julie is saying that we should not be trying, this this ties into what you're saying too, Jason. When Julie says we should not be like thinking like, all right, I'm gonna go just you know talk to the angels directly, right? Mm. Think about the scripture that says like, the harvest is plentiful, but mm. the laborers are few, right? It tells us that we should go to the Lord of the harvest, yeah. right? And then He would send out. You know what I'm saying? It says, go yeah. to the Lord of the harvest and he will send out the laborers. Yeah. If, if angels are the ministering spirits, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so we're, we're to pray to God and say, all right, God, here's, you know, here's, here's my prayer. Yeah. And God dispatches. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we, we don't go directly to the, to the angels. No. Directly to God and God does the dispatching. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, then the angels become like, you've been saying like the ministers, you know what I'm saying? So they they are like like you have plenty of examples throughout scripture where they're they're doing the ministering, delivering messages, fight, you know, engaging in warfare, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So and and I don't think there's any indication in scripture that that angels um are under our like command, at least not here. Right. Um whenever a person encountered an angel in scripture, um they well, because scripture also says that they're messengers. So mm-hmm. they would they would have some kind of message from God. Um, to the person they're also you know by two or three witnesses God does things so sometimes that was part of it too that the angels were a witness to what God was going to be doing Um, but you know some uh, I think it was John when he when he was having his revelation and he bowed down to the angels and worshiped them and the angels like no 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 like only God gets worshiped like stand up like you know I'm the angel told him like I'm just like you you know, like I'm a, a created being basically, wow. but it's just a, a hierarchy to things and purpose for, for each of us. Yeah. But like, yeah, we wow. don't, we don't just be telling angels, Hey, do this, do that. Like, no, they listen right. to God, but they do, you know, help us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. 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 I'm grateful but, right now. Go ahead. Nah, I, w- I wanted to talk about, uh, kind of, kind of along the same lines of what you mentioned, Julia, about like thoughts and, and Marcus, how those thoughts come in when mm-hmm. you're when you're when you're like where the heck did that come from like mm. i used to go through something very similar in a way to what you guys are describing um so i used to when i was like maybe like 1920 i used to smoke weed a lot for <laughs> up until i was like probably like 23 or, or so and um at a certain point and i i do believe um that it, it was at this point when god started to like um turn me turn me toward him i'll say mm. but it started it started bad but i think my eyes were becoming to get open he i was smoke right and i remember it was just one time i was at home i was smoking i was in jersey actually and i was looking at tv and everything it was like a switch got got turned on and everything that the person on the screen was saying i was i was hearing a voice like 
and it sounds so weird and I feel like a weirdo even saying it right but I would take what the person said and it was like a voice speaking to me and saying like um how can I describe it like like all right let's let's say for example you said um this is this if it was basketball I don't remember what I was watching but let's say the person said like man he's never gonna hit that shot I would hear something like that and a voice would say like just start rambling off of that kind of like uh statement and mm. it would be like you're never going to be able to do this or da, da, da. And it would it would just go wow. and, I, wow. and i and i like couldn't control it and it would literally happen for like mm, i would say maybe like an hour or two mm. i'd just be sitting there and every if i if i wasn't in silence complete silence everything i heard would be like just attacks it would be accusatory mm. attacks exactly. on yeah. wow. attacks 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 like you're worthless, all of this bad stuff. Right. And so when I went back to college, I was with like, you know, my friends and all that, we would smoke. And then the same thing started happening, but now in conversations. Mm. So like, if we're, if we're all in a room and I'm, and people are talking, I'm hearing what you're saying, but I'm interpreting it without this voice is like interpreting it to me. Wow. And it's like, oh, he's saying this about you and this. Da, da. And so it got to the point where I felt like people were like talking about me. Yo. And I started becoming paranoid around Yo. these people and stuff. It was yeah. crazy. Like I thought I was going nuts. But I knew that something was like going on. You know what I mean? Like I knew it was some weird spiritual demonic stuff happening. Wow. Wow. But I didn't understand it. And so I kept I kept smoking like an idiot and it would happen every single time and it just it started to hit like a fever pitch though where I remember this one time I went to a party and dude I had to I was I was freaking out but no one knew it but I was freaking out and 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 my friend was like um it was at Georgetown my friend was like oh we got to walk through here to get to the other side to find such and such and I did not want to go in this it was like in a ballroom I didn't want to go in there because I knew it was just dark mm. I was freaking out and dude, I'm not even lying to y'all. I I go in with him because I'm like, I can't like tell my friend I'm freaking out. And we're walking. And there was this point where this guy, he was just looking at me and smiling in the wow. most like demonic way. And I was just, I, I was looking at him. That's crazy. And I knew, and I knew what was going on. Like, I'm like, yo, that's like a demon right there. Oh like my goodness. this dude. And so the night went on or whatever, and um, I started to talk to people about it. And I knew, like, I knew, obviously, like, God was telling me, like, and I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be quick. I'm sorry. Are you good? Tell your story. I knew God was telling me, like, yo, you need to obviously stop smoking weed, like, because you're, you, you need to be sober minded in life. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so I stopped, right? And that kind of, that kind of stuff went away. Um, but then... On my 30th birthday, right, I I so Rashida, we she took me out. She took me to the Poconos. <laughs> Yo, why you laughing? It's always, it's always the woman. It's always the woman, man. Always, man. <laughs> Good to be good at. <laughs> Careful. Careful. I know. So <laughs> look, she, we go to she does like this big surprise thing for me in the Poconos. So we're there and my friends, they they smoke. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not smoking. She was like, I've never smoked before. Like, and and the, the wives there were smoking too. Oh. Yeah. So it was like extra spicy. Like, yeah, oh. yeah. 
you're doing it. I trust you. You know, that was kind of like her thinking. And so I'm like, man, you're not about to smoke without me for the first time. <laughs> so I, I smoke with her. And of course, the same thing starts happening. Mm, wow. And I had told her about it before. So th- that was good. She kind of she wasn't expecting it, but I had told her like this kind of stuff has happened to me before. I don't know yeah. about it. And I wasn't saved at that point. I got saved later that year, I think. And um, so I was like, I need to go in the room and get away from everybody because I'm just freaking out. Like everything they're saying, I think they want to kill me. I think they hate me. Like all this weird stuff. Mm. Um, and I, yeah, it's like it was like just like like you said, Marcus. It just felt like you're you're being told these things, and it's not even like it's not really you but it is you you know what i mean but it's like you're just being pitched these things and so we go in the room and i'm laying in the bed and she she was a believer at this point so she's praying for me like literally like and she's like this is the first time where somebody was like you know like tell me what's going on Mm. tell me the thoughts and stuff that you're having so i was like yo you know i was embarrassed but i just was like all right i'm gonna tell you and so i just started rattling off all this stuff like it would be like it was interesting because she could hear what the people were saying right mm-hmm. outside and it was my boys they were just watching tv i think you know the super bowl and stuff like that and um they would say something and i would be like this is what i'm hearing mm-hmm. and, and this is how i'm interpreting that and she'd be like no like they love you your friends like she was just basically she was refuting everything now that i know it was the enemy she was refuting all of it yeah wow. and she started praying over me and here's what happened at, at one point all of the uh of like i'll just call them the negative thoughts they stopped mm. wow. and i got this this peace came over me right yeah, i'd never experienced anything like this in my life and i started crying i started crying and she was like you know i, I started boohoo crying like <laughs> like wow <laughs> it's quite the sight to see <laughs> it's an experience and she's just we're in the bed mind you we're like in the bed and she's like what's wrong like tell me what's going on and the only thing i could tell her was like i was like god is like showing me his peace that he could mm-hmm. give to me if i would yeah. just like if i would you know just like i didn't i don't know exactly but i just knew it was like him showing me like this is here for you if you want it mm-hmm. type of thing wow and it happened probably i want to say for like 30 seconds to a minute and it was clearly like it was clearly like Oh, how can I explain? Like, it was just like, he he has power over this. He just showed me yeah. like, I could stop all of this. Like, yeah. and here's what I can give you. And it was the most beautiful piece. And then, yeah. and then he was, and then I remember like him, him telling me in my spirit, I, ah, it sounds so weird. This I'm almost embarrassed. Y'all live with me though. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, we he was it. telling me in my spirit, like, okay, but now it's going to come back. Mm. And I remember like being like, okay, you know, like and preparing myself for it ready, to come yeah. back. Yeah. Like, and then, it came back and when it came back i kind of just uh you know again went into that that state of you know kind of like paranoia and um but i just powered through and um what i what i will mention too is that um i was like really aware of the fact that this was the first time i was sharing the experience with somebody um in, in terms of like rashida being right there and, and me talking talking through the whole thing with her so that was like something new uh, so it made it a little bit easier to um, deal with. And then, like, you know, after my high went away, I was able to, like, deal with it and go back out there and socialize. But it definitely, like, changed my perspective on God at that point. Like, I wasn't a believer, you know, but, like, 
you know how the word says like uh god has put eternity in everybody's hearts and you know romans yeah. one like how we all kind of know that there's god because of nature like i understood like there is a god um but at that point i don't think i had as intense of a experience getting to know like who he is and what he could do because up until that point with these like these freak outs when i would smoke i would get this um i would lose control in a negative way and like you know i would say like satanic influence would control me but it was at that wow. point for the first time that like i realized like realized like oh god is actually in control like and he can give peace whenever he wants to give peace like I, it was it was like i was aware that i wasn't in control but i wasn't scared i was like oh this is okay that like my life is in god's hands and he can like do you know like miraculous things whenever he wants to um so yeah, this yeah. is incredible man like i'm thinking back to <clears throat> how earlier in the story you were saying like rashida was praying for you you know mm -hmm. and even earlier in our conversation today we were talking about like like what spiritual warfare can look like you know what i'm saying so it's like the fact that she like prayed for you in that moment and then at that moment you experience like that kind of peace where you knew you know what i'm saying like like god had shown up you know what i'm saying to yeah to give you that peace or whatever man it just shows like like how real the power of prayer is and then you knew it was real you know what i'm saying because it wasn't it wasn't a piece that you were striving for mm. yourself you know it wasn't like oh let me get my thoughts together let me let me have like a moment of peace it was like nah here here you go yep peace yep. from from you know from somewhere else <laughs> other than yourself yeah i had no effort in any of that <laughs> yeah you said incredible. you were an unbeliever at the time right yeah, I wasn't a believer. No. That's, I feel like that like kind of disrupts what people might think or consider. You know what I mean? Like I gotta pray so many minutes or so many hours. I have to read so many scriptures to get like yeah. peace. God just like gave it to you because you needed it in the, that moment. That's mm -hmm. that's amazing. Yeah, and yeah. and and that's kind of like, uh, yeah, like the scripture that Rashida would always pray for me is that um, she would try to she would ask God to be near to me um because he's near to the uh brokenhearted and the crushed in spirit mm. yeah. so she would pray this prayer about like you know basically like crush me so that i would i would uh, be near to god and i found that that was one of those moments when i was like you know like what the heck is going on and he kind of showed up in my like you know despair or whatever you want to call it uh but it was definitely some warfare going on jeez jeez yeah. That's real. That's real. all I can say. That's that's real. It was real. I'm glad that 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 is over, because that was like some. I don't. Not everybody goes through the same stuff, you know. But yeah. like, we all go through some kind of warfare. But um, I think one of the things to drive home is like that power of Christ, man. Mm. You know, like the and. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I say like like the things that come to mind, like you're talking about like the power of Christ and the things that come to mind is like how in the scriptures he's called like the Prince of Peace, you know, mm -hmm. and how the, the kingdom is referred to as the kingdom of peace and how Paul talks about God as the God of peace. And now you have like this, this whole, you know, kingdom of peace that you are being introduced to. And like, I'm, you know, I'm pretty certain like if I were to ask you or like any like true believers today, you know what I'm saying? Like your... <laughs> your peace experience now versus like yeah. <laughs> before, you know what I'm saying? You'd be able to easily say like, 
oh yeah, I belong, you know, like to mm-hmm. the kingdom of peace. You know what I'm saying? I can, I can tell, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's just. Uh, I see Julia. <laughs> Julia's skepticism. <laughs> no, the wheels are turning. This is not skepticism this time. Oh, this is all right. Positivity. I gotta um, know how to interpret. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do. I kind of mask a few times, so that's that's mm. be that you. But uh, no, what what y'all are saying, I think, is so cool. Like I'm kind of overflowing with joy in this moment, thinking about what's the opposite of war. Peace. Yeah. Yeah, you and, know, what's, you know, what's you know what I mean? yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was about to say, like, I had to look up, uh, like when I started discovering, like, uh, how this peace theme existed through the Bible, I had to look it up, right? And like, just figure out, like, what is the actual meaning of peace? And it actually means like the absence of disturbance, you know. Yeah. And if that's not a, like a direct reflection of what Jason just described, right? You know what I mean? I don't know what is, you know, yeah. it's like, it's like, yeah. man, like all this, all this noise and just like disturbance happening in your mind, and then. Mm-hmm. then he he comes and then it's absent yep you know and he's like and he, right, well. he shows us that throughout scripture like mm-hmm. when jesus got on the scene it was like all of this y'all been doing is over with like mm. the kingdom of god is present if you have seen me the kingdom of god is here wow. um and he starts just basically undoing all satan's work right in front of people he's calming storms that would have otherwise you know shipwrecked people He's casting out demons. He's healing people. Um, he's feeding people when they're hungry. He's showing you that like famine does not exist in the kingdom of God. He literally turns crumbs, yeah. you know, <laughs> into yeah. a multitude. Like he's just undoing all this stuff in front of you. Like, no, 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 no. There's, there's abundance. There's peace. There's healing. There's perfection, you know. But uh Wow. This is so powerful. <laughs> it is. Like, it is. Because I'm, I'm thinking about the person who might be listening to this, like who might deal with all types of thoughts, you know what I'm saying? That might be, you know, like, I don't even like using the word like, like demonic too often, you know, but like, just right. like from the enemy, you know what I'm saying? You might be just dealing with thoughts from the enemy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <clears throat> then, then there's also people who have never, you know, cause like, I, I can honestly say, like, I don't remember, like they I don't remember a moment of peace like I experienced, you know, um, like when I first, you know, like was, <sighs> yeah, like when I first like met Christ in my closet, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't, I had never experienced peace like that before in my entire life. And so I'm, I'm always thinking about the people who've never experienced a true moment of peace. So like when we use the word peace, it sounds like such a generic term. Yeah, you know I'm saying like, oh yeah, just peace and quiet. Like the way the way we use peace is just like, oh, it's just gonna be like, like chill. You know, like it's like yeah. something like that. But it's like it's deeper than that. It's yeah. like it's it's so much deeper than that. it's it's a it's something that is very very hard to describe to people who've never experienced it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But it's just like a like a deep like a deep 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 calm. You know? Yeah. That is like it's undescribable. Yeah, but yeah. But yeah, like, I, so I think about that, like the people who might just be dealing with all kinds of thoughts or the people who've never really felt peace, like, like, man, like, it's almost like that, like, that is like, mm-hmm. when, yeah, I don't even know where I'm going. It's just like, I just want people <laughs> to experience great. that, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it, well, I guess I, I, what I'm thinking about is how our question with this particular episode was like, why is it important that people understand like what spiritual warfare is? Or what it looks like on a personal level yeah you know what mm-hmm. i mean and so like we, where we've headed like through all this is like it, it can look like so many different things you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah. and when, when, when people talk about spiritual warfare like 
I don't know about y'all, or maybe we should we should talk about that a little bit. But like, yeah, the images that pop up in my mind, you know what I'm saying, are like you're dealing with some kind of a witch or a warlock, or right. yeah, you know what I'm saying, Sound like real you're, crazy. You're battling a, a demon with some sort of spirit. with your bare your bare hands, yeah, you're wrestling, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, uh, <laughs> like yeah. wrestling darkness, you know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> but it's like, nah, man, it's it's just, it's as subtle as thoughts. Not on his thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Be, yeah. thoughts so. yeah. And it starts, and the, the peace starts with Jesus. So yeah, absolutely. If nothing else, that's I think, I think that's the, the I think that's the thing to drive home. Yeah. Like that we like one of Satan, maybe, maybe this is something we could talk about in the next one. Okay. Like because it's like we're we talked about how it's important to know, you know, uh on a personal level that like spiritual warfare is constantly happening. But like maybe talking a little bit like about how it happens, mm. you know, because okay. like, Julia, what you just said, like emphasizing that it's Jesus, like spiritual warfare and Satan's devices come in many different ways. Yeah. You know, um, it could it could be and it and like it always it always leads to this. It leads away from Christ, you know, so it could look like it could lead like the end point is like a hopelessness or a guilt or a shame like all these things like that that would make you think that god doesn't like you or love you or that he's powerless you know Mm -hmm. powerless meaning like so you'll you'll start to look toward uh you know charms or i don't know crystals or horoscopes and Mm -hmm. and you're you're not looking for god at that point you're looking for some uh like kind of uh mystical power you know right and that kind of stuff can be satanic, you know, because it's it's leading you away from God mm-hmm. and it'll have you in a place where you're just like, oh, OK, I thought all this stuff like why my rocks aren't working today. Like, mm-hmm. oh, the moon is supposed to be shining this way and nothing happened, you know, mm-hmm. Mer- Mercury retrograde. And I'm just throwing all this stuff out that I hear. But like, yeah. you know, maybe we can get into that or maybe not. Maybe it's off off course a little bit. But I was just saying that to say, like, there's a lot of that there are a lot of tactics used by Satan in warfare yeah. that also like come at us uh, every single day. Sounds good to me. I'm trying to say. Sounds good to me. It reminds me of the verse. Uh, where is it? Is it in Corinthians, Galatians, somewhere about uh, not being ignorant? No, it's Second Corinthians, not being ignorant of his schemes. And ironically, mm. that passage is actually about forgiveness needing to be extended. Mm-hmm. in the church and i, I never that. really thought about it till i looked at it. i'm like wait a minute they're talking about restoring a brother or sister yeah. that i guess what went crazy and it yeah. said like we don't want to be ignorant of his devices but if you go back i'm like yeah. wow this is so maybe that is yeah that might be worth a conversation because do we think about maybe we're in warfare when we're refusing to forgive yep and restore and show love jealousy maybe we maybe we should even like look at the the commandments and and, and just see how you know yeah the inverse of those things is like some satanic stuff yeah yeah because jealousy envy covetousness yeah i was thinking of arguments too early when you're talking about hearing one thing like somebody saying something but hearing something totally like different Mm. or like distorted um yeah we definitely need to talk about this on another one because i'm thinking of (laughs) several times where i either i'm in an argument with somebody or they're arguing with me and we reach this point where it's just like that's not what I said. Like you're responding to, and I'm responding to like this voice. That's totally not true. So I think that's worth yeah. conversation because it leads to division and a bunch of other stuff. And 
Wow. That's we know that's already not of God. So now that's several dots are connecting. Yeah. We got to talk about this. I think Marcus has a, a bomb to drop. No, I don't. I don't. Oh, okay. The only thing I was you just enjoying is, yourself. Uh, right. <laughs> it's kind of like listening to things you guys are saying, right? Like earlier, Jason, when you were talking about like, you know, charms and rocks and horoscopes and, you know, all those types of things. And then, you know, where Julia picked up and she was talking about just like unforgiveness, you know what I mean? And, mm. you know, like we, we talked about it on this, this show before, like how, like, uh, like almost like the world teaches us not to forgive easily. You know what I'm saying? Like hold a grudge, be mad, you know, mm. carry that for years. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. oh, channel it, uh, channel it. <laughs> yeah, right. All that, all that kind of stuff. And like, I was just reminded of the verse, um, Romans 12 and two, where it says like, and be not conformed to this world. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you said, like every day, all these types of, you know, uh, different concepts and beliefs and you know ways to think are thrown at us you know yeah. what i'm saying and it says like be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind right so he's he's like there's a there's an alternate way you know that is in opposition to what the world you know wants how the world wants you to operate that is from the spirit of god you know what i'm saying wow. so like you're we're being like you know in some senses conditioned to think a certain way and even given the thoughts to think a certain way now that we talked about you know how the enemy can can you know uh speak to our thoughts and stuff like that but it's saying you know like to be transformed by the renewing of your mind and then we're able to prove that which is good acceptable you know that which is the good acceptable and perfect will of god yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like once you you know are able to recognize and i think this kind of ties back to the point of this episode is like once you're able to recognize like man the enemy's trying to really take me off track here and make me do things that are in opposite opposition to god you know what I mean? Then you're able to say, okay, but what is the Holy Spirit telling me? What is God telling me? You know what I'm saying? To do mm-hmm. exactly as an alternative to these things. You know what I'm saying? And you start like that's your mind starts to become transformed. Yeah. Know, by by uh, you know, the Holy Spirit, the word of God, you know, and just kind of like, yeah, just kind of like so it's like being able to recognize it and then being able to oppose it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yourself, hmm. you know, with the help of the Holy Spirit, of course, you know. Yeah. But, it's just so, oh, I don't man. know, man. It's just a lot. It's a lot. I, like, it is. There's this, I'm just, there's I'm this aspect of it too that I don't, I don't even think we, we, I don't know where it even fits, but there is this aspect that I am like always intrigued and puzzled about how like God works where he'll, some bad things are like from him. Yeah. Yeah. But in my mind, you know, thinking about spiritual realm and stuff is it like for instance um and with the passover and the death angel like was that a satanic thing that god allowed or was that actually I like see what you, mean. An, <laughs> you know like a, an actual good angel a messenger from god who he sent to just destroy because we we do know mm-hmm. that they fight and stuff like that you know that's a great like, did he like yeah. or, or for instance with sodom and gomorrah those were god's angels from yeah. the, you know and they did some destroying yeah. of, of yes. actual people yeah so like yeah that's not satanic right we can't say that right that's, but it yeah. was bad yeah you know what i mean so like yeah it's and like we mm. no nah, go my ahead bad. my bad my bad i was about to say like like uh like when those would be considered you know what i'm saying because like when we talk about god we also talk about the fact that he judges. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we gotta, you gotta 
like have the entire picture of God. He's holy. And so, right. you know, part of his holiness is, you know, his judgments against things that are unholy. Right. Right. But like, uh, now I just, I just wanted to like, just, just throw that in there real quick. Cause it's like, yeah, you're right. Like it's not satanic, but it is his judgment. You yeah. Know what I'm it's, and I'm saying that because like, I think we don't, we as Christians, sometimes we can like throw everything bad in the sat- Satan box. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, nah, probably not everything should go in there. Like when Paul was getting shipwrecked and he was like, you know, we thought we were about to die. But he, I think it's in Second uh, Corinthians too. But he, he, he followed that up saying like, you know, God was just wanting us to totally rely on His power, mm. and re- you know, like yeah, that is yeah. So wow, sometimes it's like you gotta discern by the Spirit, like what is going on, mm. you know. Because other times He said like the Holy Spirit prevented Him from going places, but now other times He said Satan right. prevented Him. Yeah, wow. and I want to say you so like, used the word restrained or something. I'm like, yeah. Again, now my imagination is like, how exactly does the Holy Spirit restrain an individual? Yo, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I don't so, know. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that. I don't know where that fits in our discussion, but like, it's just something that I be thinking about. Like, well, you know, not not all, not everything bad is like satanic necessarily, even though it sucks when you're going yeah. through it. It might be worth talking about though, because then we we don't want to waste our energy attempting to war against God. Sure. Essentially, right. that's the wrong end. Um, so I think it's yeah. It's, it's definitely worth a convo. And then there are times where <laughs> where it seems like Job, who it was satanic, but God purposed it. Man, that's the next episode. <laughs> you know? I got a lot on Job, man. I'm like, you know. Job is, it's, Job is hard. Because yeah. it seemed like God nominated him mm-hmm. for yeah. destruction. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm not. I'm not going him. down. I'm not going down the rabbit trail. Have you tried my man? Have you tried my man, Joe? <laughs> right. Mm. All right. You should try him. <laughs> like, yeah. That's kind of wild to me. Like, here's your parameters. He gave Satan parameters, yeah. and was like, go ahead, try. Wow. Yeah, we need to that's unpack this. Absolutely nuts. Oh, that's fun. That was really fun stuff. So we'll have something next time. We. I don't think we know just yet. Right. Do we? So many things. But we'll have some. Yeah, this is good combo. How do we even end this? <laughs> well, I was thinking, um, or pause at least. Yeah, I don't know. Just one thing I was I was thinking about as you guys were talking too mm. is like, like if you feel like I'm in spiritual warfare right now, what are you able to do? Wow, you know what I'm saying. And, and I was looking at Ephesians six earlier. Um, you know how it talks about putting on the whole armor of God. You know. And like, I won't go through them all unless y'all like know about hard to have it in front of you or something. But like, you know, there's like the the belt of truth. Oh, I'm going off the top of my head. I'm scared. The breast, the breastplate of righteousness. <laughs> yeah. The, shoes. Gospel, the shoes of <laughs> peace or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess the uh, the part that stuck out to me was like helmet of salvation, helmet of salvation, shield of faith, sword of the spirit, which is the word. And that's the part that stuck out to me right there. Right. It's like your offense. Right. Mm. Everything else is defensive. Right. Helmet, belt, you know, I mean, breastplate, breastplate, you know, like all that stuff. Shield, you know what I mean? But like your offensive, though, is the spirit. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, like, can you can you engage, you know, without the help of the spirit? Wow. You know, 
No. So I was so I was just I was thinking about that, you know, like like man, like where do we where do we begin? You know, if we find ourselves or we feel as though we're in spiritual warfare. True. Yeah. Well, I think this was mentioned earlier, wrapping mm-hmm. up here. You mentioned earlier, uh calling on the name of Jesus is mm-hmm. a good place to start. I think you all yeah. both said it to some degree. That was whether it was you, Marcus, or your uh wife Jason, call on the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. The rest figure out yeah. as we go. <laughs> Yeah, good stuff. And you reminded me of, uh, you know, how when they were trying to uh, cast out, when the disciples were trying to cast out that demon and couldn't, it, mm-hmm. Jesus told them only this one comes out by prayer and fasting. True. I think that's another like True. spiritual key if you if you know you're in some serious like warfare and you're you're you know, yeah, prayer wow. and fasting and overcomes. I don't know, dude. I'm just. Repeating what's in the Bible. Exactly. <laughs> sure, that's all we need to do. <laughs> I know. Yeah, apparently, the sword that's of the spirit. all we need to do. <laughs> oh, this is awesome, man. Yeah. So, so what's the next episode? <laughs> details. Warfare. Yeah. <laughs> Part three. Right. Part three. But the details of like like what it can look like, like yeah. specifically. Yeah. And the how, I think he the, said. The how and what are we able to do? Satan's devices. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And what do we do? When what do we do? I like how you brought that. Oh man, this was good. This was good. Absolutely. All right. Well, next time we will do later. Yeah, we we would do what we said we were going to do. Just now, attempt to at least. (laughs) This is a terrible wrap up. Awful, but we're good. (laughs) Ongoing combo. That's what we can call it. It's ongoing. Yep. All right, y'all. Well, wait. Goodbye. (laughs) Hey, this is Julia. This is Marcus. And this is Jason. Be sure to follow us on IG at the Word X the World Podcast. If you have any questions, you can email us at contact us at the Word X the World.com. Peace.